Welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical, and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools, and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol-free. If you want to learn more about Stop Drinking Coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. Alcoholism is a pretty scary word. Just the thought of being an alcoholic or suffering with alcoholism is enough to make any person shudder. But most people don't start off drinking whiskey first thing in the morning. It can often take many years for somebody to get there. But the problem is that the drinkers that become very heavy drinkers ignore warning signs. And maybe even if you consider yourself a high-functioning drinker. Maybe just maybe you are experiencing warning signs that might mean you have a problem that needs addressing. Today's video might just be the 10 most important minutes of your life. Stay tuned. So let's get into things. Now firstly, I just want to say one thing. In this video, I am not calling you an alcoholic. Scientifically, doctors and mental health professionals don't actually call people alcoholics anymore. The term now used is quote, alcohol use disorder. Now, there are 11 symptoms that the American Psychiatric Association list in their official manual. The more of these a person presents with, the more severe their alcohol use disorder is. For example, one symptom is, in the past year, have you more than once been arrested, been held at a police station, or had legal problems because of your drinking? Another one is, in the past year, have you found that when the effects of alcohol were wearing off, you had withdrawal symptoms, such as trouble sleeping, shakiness, restlessness, nausea, sweating, a racing heart, or a seizure, or sense that things were not there. Now, obviously, these describe much more advanced stages of drinking. You're not going to be arrested or start having withdrawal symptoms when you first start drinking. But what about the more subtle first warning signs? When is it that we should start getting concerned about our drinking behavior or that of a loved one might be getting out of control? So today, that's what we're doing. We're unpacking six of the earliest warning signs. Sign one, you need more drinks to get the same effect as before. Or put another way, the same number of drinks as before doesn't produce the same effect in you. This is the telltale sign that your body is building tolerance to alcohol. Tolerance is the bedrock, the foundation of a drinking problem. It is probably the single most important psychological factor that leads to the person consuming ever-increasing quantities of alcohol, just to get the same effects. In their desperate effort to recreate the original effects of alcohol, the drinker drinks more. In the process, their tolerance grows even further. This leads to a vicious cycle of drinking more and more. The biological mechanisms that lead to alcohol tolerance are twofold. Firstly, the chronic consumption leads to changes in the brain's sensitivity to alcohol. The brain develops so-called neuroadaptations. That is, literal changes in the way that the various circuits fire in relation to each other. Now, this is why it becomes much more difficult to get the buzz, the mild euphoria that we typically associate with drinking. Another reason for the tolerance has to do with the changes in the way that the body metabolizes alcohol. Now, alcohol is a mild poison that initially takes our body by surprise. It doesn't know how to deal with the alcohol, but with experience, the body wises up and learns how to metabolize it ever quicker. The result is that it lingers in the body less time and whatever euphoric effects do arise are short-lived. Unfortunately, the downer that comes after a drinking session does 
not decrease in intensity. So you need ever-increasing drinking to change over-diminishing euphoria. And the euphoria is unaccompanied by non-decreasing levels of hangovers and unpleasantness. Sign two, you start drinking increasingly outside of social contexts. Love it or hate it, the reality is, is that as a culture, we have normalized, glamorized, and even institutionalized drinking. Now, we have talked about this extensively on the channel already, about the conditioning, as I often refer to it, but as much as our society endorses drinking, it does so largely within the context of social gatherings. Drinking is considered normal as long as you typically drink in the presence of other people, be it in the bar, the club, the restaurant, around the family table, you name it. You're never going to see a booze commercial showing a miserable drunk sipping away on their own. But a sign that your drinking is getting out of hand is when you start drinking increasingly on your own, and your drinking becomes far more regular often daily. Sign three is you start leaning on alcohol as a support system. So we saw that in the early phases of drinking, we drink in the presence of other people, and typically for no other reason than as a quote, social lubricant. But as the drinking starts to become problematic, we start to drink for a host of other reasons. For example, to cope with stress or anxiety, to relax, to deal with unpleasant aspects of our lives, etc, etc. Now, I'm not saying that alcohol can in any way, shape, or form actually achieve any of those functions. It's more of a justification, but this is a different topic, and I've covered this in length in past videos. But it's the attempt to use alcohol as a way of dealing with these things that becomes the characteristic future of our drinking. It's now transitioned to having a perceived function of its own. Sign four, you start making excuses or even lying about your drinking. This warning sign can be internal, external, or both. Let me explain. Increasing and regular alcohol consumption is something conspicuous. You're drinking more often and in greater quantities. This is not a subtle change in your life. It's not something that's likely to go unnoticed. And the first person who will notice is you. And at this point, there are two options. A, you admitted to yourself that a problem is starting to develop, or B, you explain it away. You start making excuses, which is what most drinkers will do at this point. It helps me relax. Everybody drinks. It's only a couple of glasses. I can stop whenever I want. You get the point. The second thing is you start lying to other people, and especially those around you. This doesn't necessarily have to be flat opening your mouth and sprouting lies, but it's more often deception that takes place in the form of concealment. You begin to hide your drinking. You consciously or subconsciously understand that your consumption has exceeded what is socially acceptable. And the easiest way to deal with this problem is to simply hide it from the rest of the world. Sign five, you cut down or give up on other activities in order to drink. As there are only 24 hours in a day, there are only so many activities that we can fit into our schedule. And when drinking becomes a regular fixture in your life, something has to give. For starters, you have the lost hours spent with the drinking and the drowsiness that follows a drinking session. And then there are the hangover days you have to basically write off completely. Then there's the simple fact that heavy alcohol consumption is not compatible with many of the activities that we associate with a healthy lifestyle. Things like working out at the gym, sports, demanding outdoor activities, none of this really fits into a drinking lifestyle. The same goes for establishments that are, by their nature, incompatible with alcohol or simply don't serve alcohol. The result is your life starts to become 
one-dimensional and increasingly focused on alcohol. Sign six is that your appearance changes. Now, as your drinking starts to get out of control, it takes a toll on the body that will soon become very visible. For many people, myself included, the first sign will be weight gain. The average alcoholic beverage has 100 calories, and the problem is most drinkers don't even realize this. To this, you have to add the diminished calorie expenditure as you start to cut out sports and other activities. With more calories coming in and less calories going out, weight gain is a mathematical certainty. Other common changes are the face turning puffy and red, giving you a flushed, unattractive appearance. Your sleep is also likely to suffer, leading to problems with black circles under your eyes and a generally tired appearance. Regular alcohol consumption also triggers damage from free radicals, and this can start to become apparent in the skin, especially if you're also smoking at the same time. You might look in the mirror and find that compared to photos of yourself taken a few years or even a few months ago, your skin looked much healthier. Now, if unchecked, all these early changes can eventually contribute to irreversible premature aging. Thanks for checking out the Stop Drinking podcast by Sober Clear. If you want to learn more about how we work with people to help them stop drinking effortlessly, then make sure to visit www.soberclear.com.